Hello, everybody. What is going on? I am Tim here today with Adam. Hello. We are talking fantasy football for that stupid fantasy football show. It is April 22nd, 2020, just a day from the draft. And uh, I'm pretty excited about it. I mean, as far as entertainment on television goes, I'm excited about it. You? What's that? <laughs> I'm excited about the draft tomorrow. You? Oh, oh, yeah, big time. You love I, the draft. I well, I yeah, I just anything for sports. I mean the the Jordan Bulls documentary was awesome. Not not even just being a Bulls fan, it was just cool to see something new in the sports world. Um, yeah. I'll 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 be honest. I did watch the WNBA draft for like five ten minutes. <laughs> well, I would hope for nothing but honesty here on these airwaves. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You don't have to preface a statement with uh, honest, honestly, <laughs> or whatever. Okay. Well, I did. <laughs> no going back. <laughs> Jeez, you are being uh, being a jerk today, aren't you? Oh, big time. <laughs> Uh, so, so here we are, uh, you wanted to talk about rookies. I have a few other things on the old checklist. Um, we might as well kick it off with, uh, Rob Gronkowski and his mighty return to, uh, the NFL field via the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah. Make it where they trade a fourth round pick for him. I believe so. I was kind so the of Patriots sh- get a fourth. Not bad for not a bad haul for the Patriots considering yeah, they weren't expecting that, getting anything. Yeah, that wasn't going to play. Um, yeah, I'm not sure if they have a cap hit though because of that, but I'm not uh, sure the full intricacies of the deal. I when I first heard it, I thought for sure that the Patriots would also be getting like OJ Howard too. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. But it was just a fourth rounder, which you know I, I think yeah, like you said, better than nothing, but. It's going to be interesting now that the Bucks have Gronk and OJ Howard and a head coach who's notoriously known for not using the tight end. That is a good call. And uh, it does seem like OJ Howard could get moved. There was um, even some talk about that before the Gronkowski move, um, which sort of begs the question, why didn't they do it before if they knew Gronk was coming? Um, because now you got less value. So I think my answer to that is, uh, and, and to the, to the question whether or not the Patriots should have gotten him back is uh, I don't think they wanted him. Hmm. I don't think anybody out there necessarily wanted to trade for him. Yeah. I mean, that could definitely be true. I mean, he hasn't been we, extremely productive or anything. So I, I think he's a real talent, but, um, but he's what on his like fourth, the fourth year of his deal. So you basically get him at a decent rate for one year. So I'm, so I'm not sure all the mathematic details, um, based on his contract or whatnot, but I think his contract, his rookie deal should be up, uh, pretty soon. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I would love for the bears to get him. Like, I mean, he seems like for him, he seems definitely like an Eric Ebron type. He can, he can follow that mold where he was kind of a bust where he first landed and he was like a first round pick. And then he ended up breaking out, um, in the right situation. So right scheme. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's definitely the right situation for O.J. Howard, and apparently the Patriots didn't want to uh, to play ball. I, you know, I don't, I don't know that the Patriots are um, tanking per se, but I think there's something to say for they're going with uh, with a certain approach this year. Yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know what they'll be doing next year. I, I wouldn't be surprised still if the Patriots pull a move um, for Tua or something like that. Where they try to uh, this up. year. Yeah, yeah, this year, yeah. Um, I could still see that, but I I have heard a lot of good things about Stidham in that the Patriots really like him, and that's uh, truth um, coming out of that organization apparently. But, but didn't um, they didn't but, they really like Garoppolo? Didn't they really like uh, um, Brissett and uh, let both those guys go? They definitely really liked Garoppolo. I think they were okay on Brissett. I don't think they really liked him necessarily. Oh. Uh, but it is funny how no matter who the player, the the value of the player behind Tom Brady in the pecking order on his team uh, gets a boost um, in in supposed value. Uh, you know, or visual value because he was behind Tom Brady. That goes all the way back to. Um, you know, Ryan Mallett getting traded for what a second rounder. Like yeah. that guy was a terrible quarterback. And Matt Castle. Yeah. Um, you know, I think I think Garoppolo is the real deal. The rest of them, I'm not so sure. Yeah. I, I, I like Brissett though, for the record. Yeah, yeah, I know you do. And yeah, Stidham looked all right in the preseason um last year. So I don't know, we'll see. I I I would definitely not be surprised if they pull a move. I just I as a Patriots fan, you know, adjacent, I would uh Say go for it. Why? Why don't you just do it? Do whatever. Do whatever for excitement. <laughs> and so might as well sign Cam. Get Cam and Tua. Yeah, that's what I think they should. Cam do. and Jameis are both out there. Still. Yeah, get Jame. I love famous Jameis. You know me. Yeah. Um. I, I was just like I was going through all the teams and like who needs a quarterback. And. Yep. I think there's a lot of teams that are on their last year or second to last year of a guy they drafted that they're not ready to give up on. Um, and I think like if you get Jameis or if you get Cam, you gotta assume they're gonna be the one A, or you know they're gonna be wanting to start. Yeah, I think with Cam, there's still some medical questions that haven't been answered. Okay. Um, and because of the quarantine uh, and the coronavirus, that, that no doctors from any teams have been able to look at Cam. Okay. So I think that might be holding him up, potentially. But um, And, you know, obviously no one's seen him practice. Yeah. Uh, so, But I love Cam. I, I mean, I think both of those guys are immensely talented. I, I can't wait to see where where they end up. And I, I agree with you that they'll both be starters at some point somewhere. Maybe not in 2020, unfortunately. I though, mean, because... I just don't – when you look at the league, I mean, there's not a ton of teams that have, like, just this open spot that, like, oh, okay, yeah, he can just come in here and start. Like, he would have yeah. to beat out, like, you know, like – he went to the Jets. He'd have to beat out Darnold. I don't think they're ready to give up on Darnold's. Uh, you know, I mean, the Bears already – got Foles to compete with um, Trubisky. Um, I, I don't see him coming in and starting over a lot of these vets like Breeze or Stafford or, you know, I don't see him s- starting over what's-his-face um, in Denver, uh, Locke. 
Uh, you know, yeah, he, apparently they like Drew Locke. Yeah, and he played really well towards that. And so you like you start going through all these. I mean, maybe uh, San Diego is a place. Um, I mean, they can't uh, be. I think they're yeah. They can't yeah, be so they, excited they, about Tyrod Taylor. Like, I mean, they can't be. I'd much <laughs> rather have Jameis or Cam over him, right? For sure, for sure. And yeah, for them to not get Jameis, I don't know. And you know, maybe Jameis is asking prices too high, but I don't even think I've seen any like stories about any teams being connected to him, which is yeah. kind of sad. I mean, the guy threw for five thousand yards. Yeah, he had, he had last 30, year. He had thirty touchdowns and thirty interceptions. <laughs> uh, I was hoping to leave that part out. <laughs> Well, uh, well, one place those guys can't land, um, at least, and hope for a long-term starting job is Cincinnati, because they have informed Joe Burrow that he will be the number one pick of the NFL draft. I mean, yeah, he should be. Yeah, you like him? Yeah, uh, I mean, he looked really good in college. I mean, he looked amazing last year. I mean, he has... Kind of like that swagger. He seems to just be really good. I mean, if there's a team to ruin him, it would be Cincinnati. <laughs> what do you mean? They they were great to all their rookies. Uh, and every player loves playing with Cincinnati. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. <laughs> what about, yeah, what about, what, what about Miami? They don't have a quarterback. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I think Tua is is the natural um, oh, oh, I landing see, spot for I him. See. People are waiting to see who they can draft. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think I think. Wait, what are they? Skin? They have the third pick. Uh, yeah. No, no, no. Detroit does. I think they have the fifth. A lot of people are saying they're okay. going to trade oh, up, yeah. trade up, get Detroit's pick, and take Tua. That's uh, a lot of right. Okay, I could see that. Mocks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of mock city. So yeah, I guess maybe teams are waiting to see how the draft plays out before they go and pick up one of these guys. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, I, I think so. I think that that seems to be what's what's yeah. happening. Yeah. yeah. Um. Now, how are you? How did you feel about the? Uh, did you hear about this party that Zach, uh, Dak Prescott and Zeke Elliott had? Um. Somewhere like at Dak's house, like a week or two ago. I did not. Oh pretty good uh i i think i think the uh the joneses weren't very happy with them yeah yeah it's it's not like even if they didn't care about the party it's just not good optics you know yeah it was pretty limited i think it was like only 10 people though yeah <clears throat> but I, I, still. I well that's yeah at least it wasn't like a blowout like 100 people sort of thing because they yeah. didn't didn't wasn't the whole thing like you can have 10 people in a room at the same time. Like when you go to the grocery store, I think so. when you go to the grocery store, there's definitely more than 10 people in there. Yes. Yeah. And, um, yeah, but yeah, I think, I think, a, uh, I think it was a dumb move, at least a dumb move to like get people like, you know, make it public. Yeah. Like you can have your party and just so, not tell anybody. So now they're saying, I, yeah, I'm not really sure exactly how many, but some people are saying 30 people, so I don't know. Who knows? I mean, it's... it's there you go. I think it's I think it's stupid but uh, to do something yeah. like that. I think it's just stupid because you could get sick, one, and you can get yeah. other people sick. Two, it's, it, you know, you're going to be under a microscope and doing stuff right. like that. 
you know, although, you know, they're both paid. They have contracts. So what do they care? I guess. I don't think something like that's going to null their contract and they're going to be like, oh, well, we don't want Dak or uh, Zeke on our team. Did Dak sign a long-term deal or his or a franchise deal? Uh, I thought, or no, that was Cooper. Maybe Dak has him. So maybe a real dumb move for Dak. Yeah, I thought I thought he wasn't. Let me look yeah, that up. I think up. maybe he um, signed the franchise contract. tag. I'm thinking the Amari Cooper deal. No, he remains in talks as of a day ago. Well, that's not good. That, that party doesn't yeah. help. Um. But but I believe he did he did sign or he he is set to receive thirty one point four million um, with the franchise tag. So it does look like that is uh, put in place. It's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, for one year. Yeah. So he wanted to celebrate, probably. Yeah. Why not? Thirty one million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Who so... knows? I don't know. A lot of these contracts are very complicated with how they work. Does the is he really getting money now, or what's what's going on? Here? Or like what's guaranteed, or like does he? Yeah. Does he get, does he, what, like how much does he get now? How much does he get later? Yeah, it's all. Yeah. There's a lot of stipulations. Yeah, intricacies is the word I like to use. Oh, okay. That's um, nicer. Now, what? <laughs> what about uh, contractual intricacies? Actually, it really flows off the tongue. Um, what about any, any other players from the NFL draft? I have to admit, I haven't watched any film, zero zilch. Um, um I, I, I have heard some people talk. I, I know Jerry Judy is a name. I think Jerry Judy is, is, is a name to, yeah. uh, to, Jerry to look Judy, for, uh, CD lamb. Yep. These are receivers. Um, Henry Ruggs. Uh, he was like a big mm. a combine guy, another Alabama guy. Um, mm. he was super speedy. Um, I think those okay. are like the top three wide receivers that are supposed to be taken in the first round. I think, you know, and then I think he kind of got T Higgins from Clemson, uh, Justin Jefferson from LSU, and then running backs, DeAndre Swift. Um, you got to like a skill position player with the last name. Swift. Swift. Yeah. J.K. Dobbins from Ohio State. I think he could be really good. The uh, running back from LSU, Jonathan Taylor from Wisconsin. I think like there's a handful of wide receivers coming off in the first round and uh, quite a few mm-hmm. running backs in the second. A lot of wide mm-hmm. receivers in this draft. But, you know, I think unless you're like an absolute stud wide receivers usually take a year or two before they really break out. Yeah. Unless it's the right situation for fantasy in that, you know, maybe they're, yeah, maybe the, the number one and on that team gets injured and the rookie has to step up like something like that. You know, it's always talent is great um, for fantasy football, but really opportunity is even more important to get fantasy points. Definitely. Definitely. And, uh, you know, it depends on where these guys land, um, which we can mm-hmm. talk about another day because we don't know until the draft. We don't starts. know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the draft starts tomorrow night, April 23rd, yeah. right? Very exciting. Well, that's fun. Yeah. Something. But you know what, Adam? What? I know that this Tom Brady news, this Rob Gronkowski news, this draft news, all this stuff is very, very exciting to, to look at. It's free agency, contracts. But there's one 
topic that's been incredibly interesting, and I can't look away from it. It is the new NFL uniforms for 2020. Initial thoughts. Um, (laughs) I, I, uh, hold on, let me get back to looking at those. (laughs) (laughs) What? This this isn't on the forefront of your mind? No. Um, Let me just go over the teams and describe them real quick. Let me describe them real quick. Okay. Tampa Bay Buccaneers have changed their uniforms. Um, Seems like an obvious upgrade, like an immediate upgrade uh, from their old uniforms, which were one of the worst in the league. Uh, We'll get into specifics in a moment. Um, Atlanta has Atlanta Falcons have changed their uniform. Uh, it definitely looks more modern, but, uh, I would say the jury's out whether that's an upgrade or not. Cleveland Browns have updated their uniforms once again, and, uh, it looks pretty similar. Yeah, I didn't. Um, but it actually looks like an immediate upgrade too. Okay. See, a lot Um, of these, I, I don't know the difference. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, my New England Patriots have changed too, um, but that's actually, I think, identical or very close to their color rush uniforms that they yeah. uh, unveiled a couple of seasons ago. Yeah, very close. And, uh, and people love those, yeah. the color rush ones. Yeah. So I guess they're just going with it full time. That's fine. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever you got to do. Um, the Los Angeles Chargers have apparently changed their uniforms once again. People love and, them. Uh, People love them. Yeah, I'm. I mean, they're just they're taking blue. They're not even like taking light blue, navy blue, powder blue. They're just taking blue uh, because they're using all of them. Actually, they're using royal, uh, navy, and powder, powder blue and white. Yeah, and then yellow, yellow bit, pants. A bit selfish, if I if I do say so myself. Selfish? Why selfish? <laughs> because they're using every color of blue. So people, so if someone else uses that, that shade of blue, they'll be like, oh, well, the Chargers did it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's unfair. And, their uh, uniforms are so good. Yeah. And I, I guess the Colts changed their logo, but not um, uniforms. They changed their logo. Yeah. It looks pretty much the same, though. Yeah. See, a lot of these look. What are the differences in the Tampa Bay uniforms? Okay, well, that's pretty obvious. The uh, the Tampa, it it used to have a uh, gray, and now it's got like a copper. I do like um, that. It had yeah. a gr- it had a gray, and it had the creamsicle orange color in there, um, a little bit. So it was really a mishmash. It was it was uh, red. I think it was maybe black or that copper color, and it was um, creamsicle. And like a gray, like a really dull gray. So it was, it, it was definitely the worst uniform in the league, I would say. Their their home uniforms. But now, now they're actually they they seem to have actually incorporated that creamsicle still inside in the, white, the number in the white one too. It's inside the number um, on the oh, outline of the okay. yeah. It actually looks pretty pretty sweet. I gotta say, you love it. I love the creamsicle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think people were orange. hoping there was gonna get you were gonna get a, a updated creamsicle, but they they didn't really do that. I mean, that's really rife for the color rush. <laughs> like, how, that would be amazing if they came out in uh, like a modern, all creamsicle. Yeah, a modern, <laughs> but like with a modern touch to it. 
I don't think they ever did the all creamsicle. I think it was like just the jerseys. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, for the home, for the home, if they came out in all in all orange creamsicle, that would be the best uniforms of all time. Probably. Would you need to like uh, go throw your shorts in the wash afterward? <laughs> I do love seeing these uniforms um, change. It. It's fun to analyze too. I, I best, and I love texting you about it. Because oh, I the know best you think will be funny. like a, a Monday night text. Uh, uh, lo- love the unis, but why? What's with the gray face mask? You hate the gray face mask. Yeah, really, really that's one of my pet peeves. Up. Yeah, that's usually your hang up on a lot of these uniforms. <laughs> it's it's a pet peeve in life. Uh, I will just go ahead and say um, one of one of my biggest pet peeves uh, in my entire life. And because some teams can adjust the color, or they do, I should say, adjust the color of their face mask to match the rest of their color scheme. But then some teams just don't, like the aforementioned Indianapolis Colts, who have a really classic uniform, really, really great uniform. With the, It's very simple, too, with just the, the white and the royal blue, a couple of stripes. Um, but they go with a, uh, a gray face mask, which makes no sense. If they had a royal blue face mask, that, that uniform, though simple, would get like a 10 out of 10. You... Uh... You just chalk it up to laziness or like wh- why, why would they have a gray face mask and not like just oh, have it all go together? That's a really, really, really good question, Adam. I'm really glad you asked that. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I wish I knew. I w- wish I knew the answer to that. I wish you did too. It's Maybe you should get to yeah, the bottom it seems a bit, of it. That's not a bad idea for a deep dive. Um, deep, I don't know if I, I have any... Even... I don't even know if it would even be that deep. Like what's, what are people doing right now? Like, I'm sure well, you I think could it would... like find an equipment <laughs> manager, like find like a instance where that happened and find out who the equipment manager is and like email them and be like, yo bro, mm. I need to know. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. So you're saying, so you're saying find an instance where the face mask went from gray to updated or and be first, like, uh, or is always has been gray and hasn't been updated, and be like, why is this gray? What are you doing? Yeah, you're not. You're onto something here. I might. I might. Uh, I might do this. You're. You're. you're I'm gonna making a note. <laughs> I'm gonna note it when I listen back to this. Not now. Mm. I don't want to distract myself. Yeah, you don't want to do that. This is very important uh, discussion that we're yeah. having. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so the uh, Atlanta Falcons changed their uniforms too. And it seems a bit unnecessary. Um, it's kind of similar to what they were rocking, but the, I always say the major difference is an a, a big ATL, the letters above their number yeah. on the front of their jersey, and it does look like their helmets are kind of matted out and not uh, shiny anymore. Uh, but that kind of yeah. seems to really be the only major differences. They do have one uh jersey that starts red at the top and by the time it gets to the waist it's um black oh yeah and the pants the pants cool. are black on that one that's yeah that one's cool. all right i don't know yeah. i don't know how that would look on a field i like the yeah. the all black it looks pretty cool yeah the atl um is new yeah i would say i would say uh most of them look good i would just say the one with the red on the shoulders is a little questionable until you see it on the field and then the one with the red pants is is a bit questionable probably without even seeing it on the field yeah 
Uh, Cleveland Browns, I think they probably only improved their uniforms. They they really look identical, but I think they took the word Cleveland, speaking of letters on the uniform that are unnecessary. Um, I think they took the words Cleveland off. I think they were written on the pants at one point. They were written Maybe on the uniform smart. at some point. Maybe it was just too much. Yeah, it was too much. And now they simplified it a little bit, and it's yeah. definitely better. Yeah. Yeah, but not a major change. Yeah. It's kind of the same with the Patriots. They're they're sticking with the logo, sticking with a familiar um, jersey uh, and uniform that they've used the past couple of years. I think the jerseys sold really well at the store. And there you go. There you have it. That's it. They they made a change. They said, Tom Brady, get out of here. We want new uniforms. We can't change them if you're still here. Yeah. But really, probably the most exciting uh, one is the Chargers where, again, they have a million different yeah. uniforms now, but they Pretty are fun. really sharp. Yeah. They are really fun. Yeah. yeah, I like that all blue, royal blue situation. That's pretty cool. I think that was their color rush that they've yeah. used the past couple of years. I like it. It looks good. That and the um, powder blue with the yellow pants. Even yeah, that's pretty blue, cool, too. Powder blue with the white pants. The powder blue just looks great. The powder blue just looks great, and yeah, I think that was a that was a uniform they used last year. The powder blue top with the white pants. Um, the one new standout is the navy blue um, jerseys with the navy blue pants and a lightning bolt down the side and on the shoulder. Yeah, I think those cool. are pretty cool. Yeah, they're all cool. I think. Yeah, yeah. I would say though, I think. It's a bit too much with the number on the helmet. I don't know why he they did that. He did express that. He did express that. Yeah. I, I don't I mean, get that. Something they wanted to do, I guess. Nah. Nah. nah they blew it. I wonder, they almost yeah. had me. I wonder if there's, like, who gets the input on this outside of, like, marketing guys or, like, guys in the office. Like, do the players have any input? Like, is there, like, a questionnaire that goes around? They should go down to like the bar closest to the stadium, you know, and like talk to talk to some uh, some townies there. Go go to some place in Carson. That's where they are. That's where they were last year. <laughs> Just go to some place in Carson. Like like yeah. Chargers. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, well, the Chargers. That's that is a pretty unique problem that they would have in that instance. So. Yeah, but. But they, I, you know, ironically though, they knocked it out of the park. They're the one team who like gets a ten across the board. I would say. Yeah, their team. Or maybe the Bucks. The Bucks too. Yeah, their their team is struggling, but at least their unis are cool. <laughs> yeah. Looked like last year, more than half the stadium on a, a lot of the games were from the other team, the road team. Right. Yeah. Well, There's it makes only, sense. You can um, only fit like twenty thousand people in there. I think. I think it was about thirty. In the, okay. at that stadium in Carson, yeah, oh, and okay. um, yeah, it's so cool. it was definitely unique. Yeah, definitely small, definitely. Um, felt more like a high school stadium or something like that. Whoa, high school. What? That's big. Do you think? Maybe in Texas. <laughs> big. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. So, what do you uh, you want to talk some turkey? You want to talk about Cortland Sutton? We we Cortland. had this discussion. I think our last episode. Don't you want Cortland Sutton? On know. your team? Nah. I'm, don't I mean, be an I, asshole. I like, <laughs> I like Cortland Sutton, but I don't know if there's... Like, I like DJ Moore better, I think. I, you know, oh, I don't have... off. Like, if I didn't have a wide receiver, or if I had wide receivers that were worse than him, then I'd be, yeah, for sure, let's talk turkey. But 
I, I like DJ Moore a little bit better, I think. Don't be a jerk. Um, all right. <laughs> um, uh, you you looking okay, to you, okay. you, you want some Le'Veon Bell? You want some Raheem Mostert? No. You want some Raheem no. Mostert? Do you want uh, no some, thanks. Big, some big daddy Mark Andrews? <laughs> no thanks. Uh, uh, maybe. About, maybe what about, Mark what about Robert Woods? Oh, Woods. Now there you go. There's an obvious upgrade, right? Because um, Brandon Cooks got cut. Yeah. Well, he got traded. Did he? Oh, oh, yeah, that's right. He's on uh, Houston Texans now, eh? Yeah, I mean, Woods ended up having a kind of nice year. If you'd have just had a couple more touchdowns, he'd have had a really good year. But he had 90 receptions and 100 or um, 1,100 yards. Yep. But he only had yeah, he's touchdowns. a really good player. He only had two touchdowns. And now with no Brandon Cooks there, um, you know, maybe they go back to getting him with some more touchdowns. And he, I mean... He had some good games. He was just inconsistent last year. Yeah. I mean, Cooks didn't do much last year, so it's not like, uh, you know, Cooks <laughs> out of the lineup is going to be that big of a difference for Woods. Um, it was really more Cooper Cup um, because Woods is kind of a possession guy and Cooper Cup is kind of a possession guy and Cooper Cup is kind of big, and so he gets a lot of the red zone targets and he was healthy a good portion of last year. And so I think that was really what hurt Woods more than anything. Yeah. But if Cups hurt, Woods is a superstar. Yeah. I also think uh, teams started to focus in on Cup. Because I think at the beginning of the year, you you have these three wide receivers who are all talented. And uh, I think there was some focus on Woods to start the year. And then when Cup exploded, I think he got injured, he got banged up. So he wasn't the same guy maybe in this second half but uh i think teams start keying in on him a little bit more yeah i think he was the guy yeah, i could see that. trying to take away right um but it'll be interesting because there's no girly there um not you know yeah they 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 could really i mean i don't know who their running back's gonna be i mean they got they drafted that guy daryl henderson they, yeah, I would say it's probably Darrell Henderson. And maybe they'll draft another guy in this draft, so who knows. But do you like do you like uh Darrell Henderson? Um where where do you like him? So uh, you know, so if he's the starting running back this year. Um, yeah, I guess that would be something I'd need to know. I would say No, you gotta answer right now. I like him. I like him. If he's a starting running back, I mean, they seem to, they score a lot of points. They seem to have a high octane offense. I don't think that will change a whole lot. Um, but I, I would like the prospect of him, depending on where he's being drafted. Like I wouldn't overpay for him. He didn't do barely anything last year. <laughs> That's correct. He did not. You know? so, like everyone was yeah. like, oh, Daryl Henderson, Daryl Henderson. Like he could be the handcuff for Gurley once Gurley's knee falls off. But Gurley never really, they, you know, kept his reps under control. He, he They never really. And then what's his face? Um, uh, who is the number two? Um, Mark. Oh, Mac Brown. Was it Mac Brown? Is that who it was? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, he's he, he took over when. Um, um, well, he was great. I mean, we, we could we we knew exactly who he was when so we he might, you know. So he might be the starting running back, more like it. And then no, but he Henderson. sucks. That that 
you just proved my point. Like he sucks because uh, we couldn't even remember his name. I mean, I think that's because he's not. He's not flashy. He's not, you know, girly. No, no not, come on. He's not come some on. rookie that just got drafted. Do we I, do we really have to break down his goddamn stats right now? No, 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 no. But I think he. I think it's, <laughs> yeah, you could don't, have a, don't dare me. You could have a situation like I had to deal with in Tampa Bay this past season, where you have a guy Ronald uh, Malcolm Jones, Brown. Sorry, Malcolm Brown. Yeah. Uh, do you have this guy? with Ronald Jones, who seems to have the most talent out of all the running backs, but one little slip up there, one little slip up there. And then all of a sudden Jack quiz Rogers is falling in touch in the end zone, you know? So it's just like very frustrating situation to deal with. I could see a similar situation panning out in, in LA. I, I don't think, unless Daryl Henderson mm. comes in and really wows. I mean, the guy barely got, see, I think the problem here. The problem here in in that example was your expectations for Ronald Brown or uh, Ronald Jones last no. year in the beginning of the season. He no, ended up playing all right. I didn't he surged any, at the end of the year. I didn't have any big expectations for him. I just hoped that he would be the lead back, which at times he was, but he never really took a hold of that role. And it was frustrating. He was great last year. He, he was, was he great. was very good. He was not very good. You owned him. He was he was really good in a lot of uh, circumstances. You had to, got run. You we had could to break down fucking, his numbers. You had to be a fucking fortune teller to to know to know when to start <laughs> that guy last year. I mean, uh, yeah. he, he had some good that's, games. He had some very good games. I'll give you that. But he was not. Yeah, but very that's the good. problem with most players. Uh, yeah, but that's I, that's the part, especially running backs. I mean, there's running backs you can count on every week. I mean, yeah. and there's lower tiers of that. Like, there's guys that are, you know, obviously a disappointment, but you can still count on for, you know, guaranteed at least 8 to 12 points. But, like, Ronald Jones, you don't know. You get 0. .6 points. You're 1.2 points. <laughs> and then the next week he scores 23. So, I mean, that kind yeah. of production is so frustrating. I think that's the kind of situation, if the Rams don't really go out and draft anybody early, I think that's what you're looking at, the running back situation there. Unless Daryl Henderson comes in the camp and is like, oh, man, this guy's this guy's a talent. But he didn't do that last yeah. year. He didn't do yeah, it. He's going to be... He's going to be great. I think you're still butthurt about Ronald Jones for week 13 last year. Six carries for eight yards. Oh, and this is the really good, great running back? Yeah. Bum. <laughs> Bum. <laughs> Well, well, it was in between a. Uh, it was right after a game. Twelve carries for fifty-one yards and a touchdown. Three catches for sixteen yards. So you're like, oh yeah, here we go. Yep. Let's roll out Ronald yep. Jones exactly. and then six carries for eight yards. And just, just violently um, shitting the bed. <laughs> yeah, they never gave him more than nineteen carries, and uh, and that was fine. a bit of a fluke. It was and more, and you, which is fine. You don't. It was more like eleven or twelve. It was which, his average, which is totally fine. It's just sometimes he couldn't get it going. Or he like I remember one game, and that might have been the game where he missed a block, and that resulted in Jacquez getting like two touchdowns. He didn't get, he didn't get back in the yeah. red zone that whole time because he missed the block. It's like uh, I, I I get your you know I get it I get it you know Arians is coaching and they're playing to actually win a game. They're not playing for fantasy, but it was frustrating. And I just since I've dealt with that it seems like a similar situation there in LA because 
because like Jock, okay. Jockwiz Rogers, not that good. Not that good. Not a guy you're going to be excited to draft. Same thing with Malcolm Brown. Will they get the job done yeah. when they get go in? They're a, they're a vet. They're a pro. So probably. So anytime these young guys mess up, you know, it's your fantasy skin on the line. And, you know, these, you know, all of a sudden Malcolm Brown gets two touchdowns and Daryl Henderson okay. has 15 yards mm. on five carries. Okay. And, you know. All right. Let me stop you there. Let me stop you there. Because um, who had the better rushing average last year? Between Ronald Jones or Malcolm Brown, the consummate pro or the uh, the guy who lets you down every week, every other week. I'm sure because you're framing it that way. I'm sure Ronald Jones. <laughs> yes, that's correct. That is correct. He had a 4.2 rushing average. Uh, not bad. Not bad. Uh, Malcolm Brown, your beloved Malcolm Brown. Yeah, you're putting words in my mouth. I don't like. I don't. I don't think he's good. I'm not going to draft him. I don't think he's, he's that good. Gl- you. You're going to keep him. I don't even have him. You, you're going to trade your first draft pick for him. Oh, uh, you're right. You're right. Wait, hold <laughs> he, on, uh, on. What did he average? Yeah. What did Malcolm Brown average? Do you, okay, let's, let's play a guessing game. Do you think it was above or below 3.6? I was going to say 3.5. It was actually 3.7. See, you don't even think he's good. (laughs) Yes. Exactly. I don't. I didn't didn't remember Uh. his name. (laughs) I didn't even remember Uh. his name. You love him. I do. I do, though. You know, it's like a... He only had... He only had 255 yards last year on the ground and only 16 receiving yards. The guy barely even played. You were saying he was great. <laughs> I don't even remember what this argument was about. I, there was no argument. Hey, don't talk to me like that. I, I, all, I was saying, all I was saying was I see a similar situation potentially panning out. Um in LA as, as did happen this past year in Tampa. Well, Adam, that's a bunch of bullshit. That's bullshit. Why? And you know what I, you know what we do with bullshit here on this show? What's that? Nice. Nice. Uh, really peaked there at the end. Yeah. I don't think we uh, really covered anything. Uh, hence the title. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. What, what, you know, what, what do you want from us? Maybe we could uh, get together next week and uh, talk about the draft. Yes, I think we should do that. Let's let's definitely do that. Um, on on the aforementioned Gronk, though, do you where do you expect him to finish this year? You expect him to play well um, with the Buccaneers, even though. Bruce Arians has historically not featured a tight end. Yeah, like I don't know. Like, I mean, he's so good, um, but it's like they have two really good wide receivers as well with Mike Evans and Godwin, who can also get touchdowns. I mean, I think people will uh, overdraft. Yeah, I, I can see that, but I can also see Gronk, Gronkowski um, being more of a wide receiver, and uh, because he he has lost a lot of weight uh, compared to what he was playing at back a year and a half ago. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 
we'll see. I, I think I'd rather have, like, Kelsey. I mean, what tight end oh, would yeah. you rather have? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I would still say there's about five five or six tight ends I'd rather have. Like, who? Kelsey, well, you know, the, the, Hill, uh, yeah. Andrew. Yeah. Um, and then right there, right then is where you'd start talking about Gronk. I mean, I, I'm a wait on tight end kind of guy for the yeah. most part, so I would say Gronk probably be the third tight end off the board after Kelsey. Yeah. In some leagues, I could see them being drafted above him. Yeah. Hunter Henry, yeah, Evan Ingram, Zach Ertz, Darren Waller. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say he's he's after all those guys for me. Coming to position. Yeah. Alright everyone. Well, thank you very much for listening to that stupid fantasy football show. We will be back next week to discuss some rookies.